0: To the Midnight Exchange. I'm Mario and I'm here with Zachary and I am your other host tonight, today, whenever.
1: <laughs> it's midnight, <laughs> always when we do this. Uh, yeah, it's always midnight. It's true. Well, today we're doing something different. If you're listening to this, then that means we decided to edit it together for you and post it. And today what we're doing is we're deciding to formulate the processes that we have in our head when it comes to dealing with any new clients. doesn't matter what projects they need or what their obstacles are, or problems that they're having with their business. We want to come up with a pipeline or a a pipeline of processes to cover anything from um, digital marketing, social media, web design, development, UI, UX, video, photo, whatever it is. Pretty much every industry. This is us brainstorming on what that looks like and the steps that are involved in doing that so that we can have something to properly process everybody.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, So where do we want to kick this thing off? I
1: was thinking that we start this with the diagnosis, which is, Essentially, the first thing that I do when I get a client is I'm just asking them questions left and right and asking them about their business and um, figuring out what their needs are, what are their desires, what's their vision and um, walking away and then pretty much analyzing all of their. Whatever it is that would be pertinent to the job, you know, yeah, Um, that's what I tend to do, but. There's also other things that are involved in that, like brand identity and identity questions, you know. Um, So I guess the really the thing is, is how to start with a new client. What questions should be asked? What should we be looking at? How much research should we be doing? That kind of stuff.
0: So do we want to start this from the perspective of somebody comes to us and they don't know what they want and so we have to try and figure that out for them or do we want to start this off as somebody comes to us for X, X being, I don't, I don't know, video or cinematography work. Okay, now what's the process of figuring out exactly what they need?
1: I would say we start broad and then narrow down when we go into each subsection. Okay. So for this, this would be a they're coming to us and they're telling us about their business rather than I know we need this and we want a commercial and we want a website or we want this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be a very broad beginning. This is the diagnosis period. Uh, that's why I wrote here diagnosis. Yeah. Um, I guess what would be the first steps that we should do um, when this comes together? Essentially the way I think about it is, all right, we have this person and this is like the process, this is the period in the process of working with a client that to me feels like a a funnel being overflowed with liquid. Like it's having a hard time regulating the flow mm-hmm. of, the, of the liquid that's coming in. So it's like an overflow of information. So how can we process that information, look at it effectively, um, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. Well... I think the first thing that we're going to want to know when somebody comes to us is for us to properly diagnose anything, we, we need to at least understand the business and know what it is they do. Um, so I've kind of written that down here as my first point, because unless we know exactly what they do and what the business is, we're not going to be able to make suggestions based off of all of the other information that they'll end up telling us.
1: Okay. So pretty much tell me about your business is the first thing. Yeah. Why are you here today? Kind of sort of question. Exactly. Why, you know,
0: well, I mean, I also want to know, you know, what's, what is the company? What do you do? How do you do it? I mean, and it doesn't need to be, uh, things in extreme detail, but at least at a high level, we need to understand like what their process is. What, what is it that you do? How do you do it? Um, and then I think that's where we could kind of dive into, well, okay, what do you want? Because then we can kind of compare the what they want with who they are and try and help determine if that's what they actually need. So another thing that we might want to talk about and and find out maybe before we jump into I don't know if we want to do this before we jump into the, uh, what they're trying to accomplish or not, or after, but I mean, we want to know what some of the pain points are. Um, and to me, I feel like that would come before the, what do you want question? Cause I want to know what, what your pain point, cause if they're, if someone's coming to us, they're coming to us for a reason they are coming to us so we can help them solve a problem. So what's the problem? What are your pain points? And based off of that information, we can also help diagnose what it is they actually need because they may come to us thinking, "Hey, look, man, we need to make a commercial. We need, we need, we need a big cinematography shoot. We need to, you know, record a, uh, a video and edit that and and put this out on all of social media." Where maybe instead of doing that, maybe they do just need a website because no one has any way to reference any more of what they do other than what they see on social media. Maybe they don't need another advertisement because their advertisements already going pretty strong. Or maybe they think they need a website, but they really just need to do extra work on their social platforms. So I think that is, uh, what we need to talk about after we understand what the business is. You agree?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes into the narrowing down on the, exact specifics of what they're looking for and and going through all of their channels of communication and analyzing how effective they've been and um, how can they be improved upon. Yeah. And if it's something very specific, then the vision that it's going to take to get it done, you know? Um, so what I wrote down here, I put what are your pain points, question two. And then I put question three, What are you hoping that we help you accomplish? Now, to me, this is all about vision. This is all about um, the vision that they have for their brand, for their company. And to me, it tells me one thing. A, they have not accomplished what they're hoping to. B, they've acknowledged that they need some outside help in order to get there. Um, And they obviously have somebody in mind or a company in mind that has already accomplished what they are looking to accomplish. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, You kind of made me think about a point that I was going to bring up a little later on, but I think I can reference it now at least one thing that we definitely do need to clarify with anyone is how do we define success? And that's something that should be decided up front Cause that may affect the decisions that we make throughout the whole process of, of whatever it is, whether it's video, well, photo, social and web.
1: That, and let me step in there because I've had a client come to me. Well, I'd say most of my clients or two of my clients, the other one was, was pretty, had a really clear vision of what they wanted. Um, some of these people want you to define success for them. Um, they want you to diagnose their company and be like, "Well, I think you need to do this, and that would be a success for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: Some people want it like that
0: well if If they want us to define it uh, the whole point of what i 'm saying is it 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 at least needs to be defined, whether they define it or or we set the definition and get them to agree with that or not it's, It is something that does need to be. <laughs> you know in within this whole process because without defining how success is measured you're never really going to know the outcome of the project they may say hey yeah we we love the video it's great but what we don't know is after it airs on their advertisements or wherever it is a few months down the road we have no idea how it did well did we hit the metrics we were looking at if not what, what could we have done differently? I
1: agree. You're defining success. what At the end of the day, what's a job well done look like at the end for this particular project? Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
0: No, I get what you're saying.
1: Okay. Um, okay, so we have, tell me about your business. What are your pain points? What are you hoping that we help you accomplish? Now, after that, Mm -hmm. I believe that kind of takes us into possibly, well, it it takes you into kind of a a researching of what they're doing now. Yeah. And um, seeing where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. So everything that we're talking about right now is really the, the process of how we come to a conclusion of, or, or we actually give the diagnosis and say, hey, look, this is what we think is going to work best in this situation based off of all of the information you've told us, what you do, how you do it, where your pain points are. And we, you kind of touched on that a little bit because we were talking about where are your pain points. That might be a good point or, or a good place to see, all right, well, what are your strengths? You know, so maybe after or even before, what are your pain points? What are your strengths? What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I don't. I, I tend to, granted, I'll do some research beforehand where I'll already know what their strengths are. Uh, but I kind of want to hear from them what their strengths are. But I, I, I don't mind hearing what their pain points are. I guess what are your pain points has more to do with um what are you hoping that we help you accomplish. So maybe what are you hoping that we help you accomplish should be No, I think you need to know what they want to accomplish before you can analyze their strengths and weaknesses. Okay.
0: So we can Because
1: that's the measurement. That's what you're measuring against. You're measuring against what where they want to be compared to where they are. Okay. So what we do it would be pretty much a complete analysis of what they're doing currently. Yeah. From web to social to the quality of their video and photography content to their brand design to everything. Um, also, their footprint online, their website effectiveness, their traffic, their SEO effectiveness, their, um, I'm trying to think what else their community, I guess their, their social media community.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I think before we would jump into that, I feel like diagnosis here as we're labeling it is still a part of kind of actually trying to win the client. In my in my eyes, they're not sold as of yet, and that's why we're kind of going through this process. Because at this stage, they don't even know what they want; they don't know what they need, and neither do we. So, I think I think a big benefit here would be for us to be able to give them that answer early on, because that's also going to protect us, so that we're not wasting the time doing all of this, you know, yeah, industry research. So I think... Well, I think... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Finish with, that, finish
0: with that. No, just so after after we go through these questions and we kind of analyze what they want, what they need against where they're at, this is the time where we can say, hey, look, based off of all this information, this is what we think is going to get you there. And we can start that conversation around there. That's where we can define, hey, look, we think maybe doing a series of videos or we think maybe doing uh, uh, you know, a rebrand on a website is going to help you get to... metric that you want Uh, it's going to get you to whatever we set up as the definition of success and then from there we'll understand okay they're looking for a new website all right well now that we know this and we all agree on that let's go ahead and take a step back from then you know make sure the contracts are signed and then actually go and do that perform that research and figuring out what makes what makes the most sense there yeah
1: I was going to say the conversation to begin is the diagnosis conversation. That's where you walk away and I I say you spend about 28 to 72 hours, I mean, not 28, Mm -hmm. 24 to 72 hours, um, just doing preliminary research on them. Not heavy duty, you know what I mean? But just more, the three days is more to give you a flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, But you spend about three days to get back to them with a with a proposal. No research is done. No serious research is done. You know, you can poke and prod and we can define that right now of how far to poke and prod. Mm-hmm. But no serious research is done. We're to the point where if you're going to submit it and they decline you, you're like, damn, I just wasted three days of work yeah. trying to get this client. So it has to be If they're coming to you, the ideal client knows that they need, if not you, someone like you, Mm -hmm. Uh, somebody who provides the services that you provide. So the ideal client is not like a cold call that is somebody who hasn't realized that they need something or that they're trying to do something for their business. Yeah. So as it is, it's kind of a warm room already. Now, whether you are the favorite or not is irregardless. It's 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 more about the fact that you're providing a service that they've already in their mind, acknowledge that they need and they need someone on the outside to do it for them. They want someone with the fresh perspective. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I think when it comes down to what to research and maybe how far we research, I mean, obviously we want to limit that as much as possible because we don't want to eat up all of our time. Uh, We're both busy. And I mean, if we were to spend all of our time researching every industry that of, of a company well, that came to know, us, it, it wouldn't uh, work. Obvi- obviously it's a case by case basis. Yeah. It's a, if it's a big ass client, Lord knows we're breaking
1: every rule. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. For the proposal.
0: And there's a time to break but, those um, rules, just like you said.
1: Of course. But this is more about, um, looking at what they have and putting on the table, everything that we can provide. Um, and then circling the things that we think are most important that they need to tackle. Yeah. Um, that's what I think this is about. So I think that's the main purpose of the first round of research. Oh okay. Let me write that here.
0: And I think I think it should be a general rule that if it's if this company is in an industry that we just don't know much about, that's when maybe we should also extend the the depth of research that we do. Cause we don't want to talk out of our butt and just say things that, you know, we aren't sure about either. So after
1: the first round of research is done, form a proposal around it. Um, And if they agree, you get plastered for one day in celebration. (laughs) And um, you move on actually with the work now. Yeah. So I don't think I'm missing anything here because everything else moving forward from this point is identifying who they are what their voice is and learning about them on a deeper level now Mm -hmm. you know so now it's kind of like you're going to re-ask questions one through five above you're going to redo it now and you're going to really take a deep dive into what type of business they are what do they do how do they do it how is it that what they do is different from their competitor what is their competitor doing? How do they do it? What are their, what is the, what is your client's strengths and weaknesses? How is the competitor beating them in an area where they could improve in? That kind of stuff,
0: you know? Yeah. And so this is, this is also kind of the point where I think we hit a fork in the road. I mean, from this point moving forward, there could be many different paths here and uh, that's going to be, specific to the work that's going to be done uh, aside from the general deep dive research but before we go into that i kind of want to just jump right back to the beginning here of the diagnosis and and walk through what the questions are just for everyone who's listening right now so we're going to start off by you know asking about the business we want to know what type of business it is what do you do how do you do it uh, the second big piece that we want to talk about is what are you hoping uh, that we will help you accomplish? What, what do you want us to help you accomplish? Uh, in that, we want to know how are we going to define success, uh, and then we also want to know where they are now compared to where they want to be. The third main point is what are your pain points? We want to know what's difficult for you, so maybe th- maybe we can see something in there that is a area that we could help them optimize. Uh, we also want to know what their strengths are because that is something that we could play off of if we know they're very good in a specific area that might mean that doing anything here is going to be very efficient between the both of us but we also might not need to worry about that too much because they because they've got it going on there Uh, the fifth item on the list here is analyzing where they are now so that involves you know what are you currently doing Again, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses uh, in these specific areas? And then we go into that first round of research where that proposal is then sent off. If the client is a win, this is where we need to start the next uh, piece of conversation here. So if they're a win, as you were just saying, we're going to do a deep dive into the company. I mean, it would be a good idea to have... uh, more meetings with different stakeholders i think so that we understand because in this initial uh you know diagnosis process we're probably not going to be meeting with a ton of people it's probably going to be realistically maybe a few or even a couple people who are higher up in the food uh or in just the chain of command once they're a win, we're definitely going to get involved with a lot of other people. So this is where I think we're going to want to maybe have a have a meeting again with all the different stakeholders. So those could be maybe the COO, the CEO, it could just be a manager. It depends on the company. That's definitely going to be company specific. So in this deep dive, do we want to just kind of, I mean, you, you just referenced that we we're going to hit points, one, two, three, four, and five that we just talked about. Is there anything else you want to add to that?
1: Well, I think more than anything, it's
0: when you do meet with these different people,
1: you want to, you want to ask some of the same questions to everybody. You know, you want to get everybody's perspective on what the company is. And so through that, you'll see which answers line up and that are consistent across the board, and you'll see where perspectives differ across the board you know mm-hmm. I've, I have not worked with um, a company that I mean I've worked with companies that allow you to speak to department heads in different departments but you're not going to speak to lower rung you're always going to speak to executive level uh, for the most part if you do speak to somebody who's on the uh, mid low entry level uh, that's that's more about when you're already there working and it's in passing but well, usually, it comes to the decision makers now.
0: Yeah, either that or it's or that specific scenario would be like pre-sale. You might, it might just be like, hey, I just had a contact, and they happen to be you know a lower level person at a company. That's probably the only, only other time you'd actually end up talking to somebody like that. But not to get too detailed on company hierarchy or anything. But I mean, it, it could just be a. uh A manager of some sort, it depends on on what, what roles and responsibilities are given, but I don't think that's a big deal right now to define exactly who those stakeholders are. We just know that Mm -hmm. those are the people that we'll have to get in contact with and, you know, have a meeting with everyone.
1: So let's go then into how does the deep diving diagnosis look? What are the questions asked? What are the different methods that we take to pretty much start? Because it's going to be an ongoing diagnosis, obviously. But how do we how do we go about completing the initial one? You know.
0: Well, I think here again, this is kind of where we hit that fork on the road a little bit. It's going to be very dependent on. I think if it's video or if it's web or if it's uh, social media management, even they're all going to have different needs. Um,
1: and we're going to dive into those, but it's more about at this point, you now need to see, you need to do a bit of industry research and you need to find out which channels are hitting the best for other comp- for the competitors, you know, and how do you know? that those channels are hitting well for the competitors, you know? Yeah. Um, That kind of thing. And also, in my opinion, moving away from the marketing style of following the leader Mm -hmm. and doing things that are making the competitors take notice, you know, just pretty much being authentic and doing unique original things, how to go about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think… Once we get a client win, we should definitely, you know, analyze the industry that they're in. On top of analyzing the industry, we should also analyze their competitors as you're referencing. And that's going to help us understand what's proven to work and what's proven to not work in that area. Do do we copy paste the first five questions from the top? I don't know if we need to copy paste them, but maybe they can be it's, it's reference much points. What, I,
1: what I'm trying to say is when I say copy paste, I mean, initially, essentially what I do is I have the, the pre-diagnosis, which is the top, the first round of those questions that I just told you. Mm-hmm. And then I expound upon the answers that I got from those questions. Now, now I'm diving into. Their type of business, yeah, what they do, why what they do is special, why it's valuable, why how they do it is a competitive advantage, possibly, or fi- trying to find what their competitive advantage yeah, is.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, what sets you apart from your competitors?
1: Yeah. And I want to call this something different. The discovery session. Everybody and their mother calls it a discovery session. Call it a, a diagnosis. We'll call it an I We'll call it the ID, the initial diagnosis. Man, the ID, <laughs> initial diagnosis. It works. So it does. Ouch. Um, so we're going to expound upon those answers now. What methods do we use? to expound upon those answers. I mean, that's a good question. Does it mean analyzing all current communication channels for quality, effectiveness, and consistency? Are those three core concepts or am I missing something that we should be looking out for?
0: I mean, I think those are sufficient to start with. I think we can always come, and I I think we always will come back to this document and, tweak things a little bit you know modify things based off of information that we give back as we move forward and move through some of these projects
1: yeah i agree i agree this is more a matter of beginning the process of of thinking about these things deeply yeah i mean i have a i have a long document of questions and i think one of the things that we need to have some fun with and the thing is, you got to find the right client who's down to do this, but when a client is identifying who they are, having them participate in exercises, thought exercises about their company and their brand identity. One of the exercises is write your company's obituary. <laughs> Serious. How do you want your company to be remembered? What do they do? That's That's a good exercise of... Isolating on what the vision and the voice and the identity of your company is. You know? Yeah. What is it? What is the coffee company that we did that job for? What's their vision? It's probably to sell coffee, A. Yeah. Sell good coffee. Raise the level of quality coffee being sold. To enrich the coffee drinker by educating them of the proper ways of or the most enjoyable ways to consume coffee, yeah and to create a an atmosphere that is welcoming and um warm and friendly to people who want to pass by or stick around for as long as they want, you know create a community around coffee, and then you know talk about whatever else their impact
0: was for sure, now I think that's a good. Uh, actually a pretty good idea if they haven't already spent a lot of time figuring out what their vision is and if they don't already have that well documented that should definitely be a process that we work through with them
1: yeah and it's just an, an idea it's, a, it's a, a way of doing things that i like but i've also spoken to ceos that there's no way in hell that they're going to sit in the room and, and do that exercise yeah they're just not they don't they want they do not want to go through that find a different way to figure it out but it ain't going to be having them sit in a room and, and writing a critical response answer to a question that's going to take them 25 minutes to think of, you know. And by the way, we don't have to finish this. Obviously, you already know we're not going to finish this document in one night.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Uh, it's a, a, about doing it in chunks and, you know, walking away, uh, stopping, working on it at, at times where we leave off on a good point and we can marinate on it and think about stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I figure we can get through a little bit of the deep diving stuff and then uh, call it for tonight when we get to the you know an area where we're now we're diving into specific like what is our process for website diagnosis and yeah, what is the the framework through which we should build their website or think of or design their website, you know so
0: yeah, and I think that's something that we can also work on offline and maybe come back with a document uh, that already has questions in it regarding, you know, oh, yeah. this is, this is what we're going to ask yeah, for yeah. web design and we can. Yeah,
1: abso- absolutely. Like I can, you know, for the things that are my strengths and even for the things that i pretty much everything I've done, I can go and write down a list of it, come to the table, we have the meeting and we put them in there and we say, okay, that works. That doesn't. What about if we rearrange this? So, you know, the next time we do this, we can be a little more prepped. This was on the fly. I texted you earlier today about doing something like this. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, it, was very it came unexpected. about because.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it it came about because, you know, there are other companies that are production agencies, but you need to. I think the ones that really are set apart are the ones that have a plan. They actually have a plan that is high quality and flexible towards whatever client comes through that door, you know, Mm -hmm. so we have begin deep diving diagnosis of the company expound upon the answers found in the initial diagnosis, ID, a methods of exploring those answers deeply, analyzing all current communication channels for quality, effectiveness, and consistency, analyze industry, analyze competitors. Does the company have a defined vision? If not, we should have a process of figuring out slash assisting the company in defining that defining
0: that vision so one other thing it doesn't really fit in with this document but i know i've mentioned it before we should already have things ready examples ready to show the client and whether whether that's work to try and help win them over as a client showing them quality of work or work that we've done in the past that we can use to help explain an idea to them that they may not be able to visualize themselves
1: yeah i agree obviously in any sales whenever you're trying to close a client you're going to reference things that are that, re- that they can relate to or that you can paint a picture to help them visualize what it is that you're planning to do for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, but that's going to come with time as far as what we can show, what we can't show, that sort of thing. I would even want to get this this document as de- as so detailed that when it comes to doing certain tasks that we have a go-to program or go-to website that we use, you know what I mean? Like literally have it all out. Yeah, And what I mean by that is this is a document that can be used where we can replicate ourselves. If we find competent people who are able to do this, they can literally follow this document. And this is our replacement document. This is what allows you to uh, focus on the pushing the company forward while you have managers who are managing clients through a a framework like this, Mm -hmm. you know? This is the first thing that I've thought of. And I've, I've had this idea to have this thing. But, you know, as the proverb says with plans that have, uh, no counsel, (laughs) you know, they usually fail. And with many counselors, you know, you can have, you can prosper. Yeah. But I just feel like back and forth, we can come up with an actual framework. And that was my, that's always my first goal. And it's always what I've been taught is a good leader always replaces himself, finds his replacement. And what I mean by that is, my goal the way i picture my company growing is having processes that are in place that are up to my standard of quality and being able to pass it on to someone else in such a way that they can learn it and they can learn from me by looking at the framework that we take you know because up until now it's all up here yeah and you know we there's a quality standard but if somebody were to come in it would be a damn nightmare to um have quality control.
0: Yeah, there's a, there, I mean, there's a big, uh, I don't want to say issue necessarily, but there is a lot of difficulty around knowledge transfer when it comes to the thought processes of, I mean, everything really. So it, to have it documented out and defined and detailed. And, and, and even
1: so much so, like where it comes to, we need to have metrics and actual performing things that we are holding standards against. So like from a design perspective... What are the core values that we're looking for when we see a design, when we see social media content, what is it that we're looking for to stand out and to be something that is, passes the mark of our approval? What is it about a website that we want consistently in every website? It has to be stuff that is universal, broad, that can go across industries, but is effective in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actual performance metrics. But it's but we also operate in an abstract sense, so some of those things are not numerically <laughs> provable. So some of it has to do with um
0: some, whatever your style some, is. some of it's your gut, exactly. Most of it's your gut. Yeah. If I'm being damn honest. <laughs> so we need to define what success and quality is for ourselves. I think is one thing that we need to do. Um, and that's not necessarily something within this process here. is more of a side note I've just written down here. Um, because without knowing what success is or what we define as quality, it'll be hard to uh, kind of transfer this knowledge along to other people that may come on board that we, that we actually need to raise up and train and teach how to handle working with clients and how to handle working on these projects. So, We also need to define what we're looking for, not just what the client's looking for.
1: I'm going to add in an extra one here. Quality, effectiveness, innovation, and consistency. Okay. Um, Because I, I think the only way that you can stand out is by being innovative. But you also need to make sure that your innovation is effective, that it's quality, and that it's consistent. You can't just be innovative once. You know what I mean? You have to be innovative and then consistently be innovative, you know? So, um, I think that's a framework I would go about. I put a question, I put a statement to analyze industry, analyze competitors. It's very basic. I would expound on that. Yeah. Um, how to analyze the industry. What are we looking for in the industry? Analyze the competitors. Some competitors are, they may be your competitors, but they're too big to be your competitor. You know, Um, you got to find who are your actual competitors. You know, if you just oh got a drink, right, you have like a, you know, a beverage and, you know, you just got into a local grocery chain. Your main competitor is not Coca-Cola. It might be, though. I take that shit back. Might be not for sales, but for how to get people to choose your drink over Coca Cola. Yeah, it's a bad example I just gave, but how about this: the the maintenance company that's worth, um, you know, a million dollars. Your company's main competitor is not the fifty billion dollar conglomerate. It's not yours. Is the local maintenance company that's in your vicinity?
0: Yeah. Well, you need to look at the direct competitor. Yeah, direct competitors. Yeah. So, in the idea of analyzing the competitors, I mean, we want to know if there's something that they do like about them. I mean, what is it? But I also want to know what they don't like and what sets them apart from that competitor, from that company, because um, that might also give us ideas of what we can talk about and what we should also navigate away from. What What when do you we say not what, when you're asking yeah, that ahead.
1: question? Is this a rhetorical, is this something your question you're asking yourself as you do research? Is this something you're asking the client?
0: It's probably a mixture of both. I, I don't really want to just come out and say, Hey, what do you like about your competitor? Because I don't want to make it seem like we're, we're going to try and copy exactly what they're doing. Cause that's not the case. There may be other ways that that can be phrased to kind of understand what they've seen elsewhere that they like, whether that is direct competitor or just something from a company they admire. I think any normal person should have an answer to that. When it comes to what do you not like about your competitors though, that kind of plays into the next question of what sets you apart. Because I mean, if you don't like something about them, I mean, you're, you're, again, you're obviously going to talk about what makes you different than them. And that's probably one of the areas that you're going to highlight. So again, that's going to help us figure out what can we talk about? What can we not talk about?
1: Sometimes in some instances, the competitor is excelling so much in an area that you shouldn't even get in the game.
0: That's very true too. It's,
1: it's not something that it's not going to harm. It'll harm you. How about that? It'll harm you to go full throttle into something that, it's not going to have the most benefit other than just competing with your competitor in it. Rather than going after where your competitor is, sometimes it's more important to go to where they aren't and to stake your ground there, you know? Um, and it's finding out what that is. And in this field, that could be very broad, you know? That's true. And that comes down to like, where is the competitor attacking from? What is their most consistent form of communication? You know, what is their response on that? How do you measure what their response is? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, if you, if you got a competitor that's just pumping out tons and tons and tons of social media content, it's just an ocean of content and it's, and it's good quality. It's probably not going to make sense for you to try and start creating some social posts. I mean, you should have a social presence, but for you to try and beat them out at their own game in that case, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: I think one of the things we need to think about is these questions of what we're asking as far as um, this deep dive process. I think it's something we need to marinate on. I agree. Use personal experience. We need to use next time we hop on on this. We need to use personal experience more. Okay. Um, and think about that maybe, and maybe do some research about about this sort of thing. So that we can get to because uh, when we look at the communication channels, that's where it's going to branch out. Pretty much after letter number one, letter A, number one, that's where it's going to go into everything. And then from there, it's like a giant spider web.
0: Exactly. Where,
1: where now everything is like every aspect of service that we provide is going to be measured up against the deep dive so each one is going to be answering we're going to have to answer the same questions for each one you know what i'm saying
0: yeah you know right now we're writing this out on a document i wonder if it would also be helpful to even create this as like a mind map cuz you can show that kind of spider web effect that is going
1: to i think know, incur. i think we need we need to define what the mind map is how t- the actual things of it and then we create one
0: well, I mean, uh, the, yeah, the think? mind map being just let's kind of outline the process we go from, from point A to point B, but between point B and point C, we might have alternative you know if yeah this absolutely. if uh, you know what I mean
1: How would we create one of those?
0: So there's actually some uh there's a cool tool on the web. I know there's a free one called Coggle. I've used that before um but there are some other tools. I would have to do a little research. Coggle is free for three private diagrams, unlimited public access. Unlimited Coggle? Coggle. C-O-G-G-L-E dot it. I-T.
1: What's the name of the website?
0: Coggle dot it. C-O-G-G-L-E? Yep. Coggle dot it. Yep. So this is a free one, but it but it is pretty good. Um, and if you did need to pay, I think the cheapest plan is like five bucks a month. But I think there are other solutions out there that can offer other. I
1: put it. I linked it in, the, in the in the document okay. so we can reference back to it. Cool. But I think this is a good point where we we should um, leave off. For now, on the document, okay. Then um, I'm down to do this. You know, if we're free on a given night, we just do it. Hop on a call for a little bit. Um, right now, I'm dwindling a little bit, so I don't wanna. I don't wanna work if my energy's low. Um, yeah, no. just because my my ideas won't flow as as tightly.
0: No, yeah. I, f- I feel you. I'm struggling with that myself. My AC's been out for two days. Just <laughs> came on last night. It's been. I think this has been eighty-seven degrees in my house with no movement in the air. My breathing was making more movement in the air than anything else was. So
1: Yeah, and this is, you know, obviously yeah, my eyes are getting heavy over here. <laughs> this
0: is for the for the
1: listener. You know, this is us after hours. This is not our job, although it does help us with our job. So this is all extracurricular stuff that most everything we collaborate on is extracurricular when it comes to these podcasts and brainstorming sessions so yeah but but it's extracurricular with the purpose it's intentional it's going to be something that that pays dividends later mm-hmm. um and i'm going to write a note up top
0: you know i kind of like these impromptu meetings sometimes we may be a little exhausted and a little beat but I do think there it's at least a place where we can start a conversation and start a thought process around a certain topic.
1: I put the goal of the document. The document is a manager training document. It's not what I set out to do with this, but it's something that I just had the epiphany for a couple minutes ago. Uh, this at the this is at the end of it all to be a framework for the quality of work we require and would like to adhere to. When it's all said and done, the goal of this document is that a manager can pick it up and seamlessly follow it when managing a client. Yeah, That's really the goal. I think that would be phenomenal.
0: If if this can be streamlined to that point, that would be amazing. This is one big pain point that I see in many companies from small companies to large companies, honestly. Um
1: If this is something, I'll tell you this straight up. Yeah. If this is something comprehensive that is effective, it's an effective plan. This is something that a book can be written about. This is something that, uh, can be sold. This is something that can be used as a consulting piece. You know, Mm -hmm. um, this is, this could be a framework of how to properly diagnose your business from a digital marketing and slash creative quality perspective, you know, communication effectiveness. So
0: Yeah, this information could definitely be beneficial to other people. And it could be a potential revenue for us.
1: Oh, it will be. It will be definitely. Yeah. Because this this is no longer when this is done, this is a this is a plug and play. This is a we're back in high school and we got a textbook next to us so we can work alongside. Mm-hmm. When you become an adult and a sole proprietor <laughs> and you're a manager, all this shit you have to figure out on the go and you have to figure it out on the fly and you got to figure it out and there's nobody telling you, Hey, you missed this step. No, there's none of that. No. So this is the, this is designed to be the, I got your back document too. (laughs) This is supposed to be the, you know, cover your tracks because sometimes you're in the middle of a project and I know this happens to me and then I get a phone call or I hop onto another project and then I forgot where I was before. You know, not that I I forget it forever, but I got to like restart, but it'd be nice to have something that I could glance at and be like, oh, I left off right there. And this is like my framework and this isn't changing. Well, maybe I can tweak this because this works well with this client and we can improve on this area, you know, but
0: yeah, it's more of a set of guidelines than it is a law.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to conclude this? You want
0: to? Yeah. I think we can go ahead and wrap this one up. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you can go ahead and find us on Twitter at theme podcast that's t-h-e-m-e we're on instagram at the midnight exchange we're on facebook at the midnight exchange our website is the midnight and if you want to send us an email again hopefully it's something nice uh go ahead and send an email to podcast at the midnight i think that's everything i think it is all
1: righty thank you for listening and we hope it was beneficial to you